Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Chanel, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. On the YouTube, this Saturday, on the YouTube, we will be doing our live reactions as per usual for full gear. So join us for that. That should be a lot of fun. Yes. I don't know if the Enforcer watches it. Oh, Enforcer is here. Did you see? Do you watch? I remember one time he said, hey, I don't really watch, but I forget what it was. So I might not be there for the for the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But uh, 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 I don't know if the Enforcer is going to be there this Saturday. I hope he is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, so there's that. He watches AEW, so he'll, hopefully he'll be there for full gear. I'll throw some money his way so he can buy it so he didn't have to... He doesn't have to spend some money on it. Um, So uh, there's that. And then we're going to be hanging out over here on the Twitch right afterwards for the recap. So we do the the, the live reactions there. And then we come over here to the Twitch. And then this is where we do the recap. But then it ends up back over there. Then it ends up back over on YouTube. Exactly. It's convoluted, but it works for for us. Anyways. Um, So, yeah, speaking of which, Full Gear, this was the go-home show to full gear. Uh, so uh, as far as go home show go, uh, this is a pretty decent one. I mean, were there any, what was your big takeaway from the episode? I mean, honestly, today? apart from the main event, which just wasn't a bad match, just probably shouldn't have been the main event. Uh, well, yeah, but it, it was a Cody match. So Cody has to get himself over. <laughs> well, do you kind of feel he like called himself the, the ace of the company? I know. I'm going to say of all the EVPs, he's the one that kind of flexes his muscle the most. Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the other guys are just happy to have a company. This dude has had WWE money. He knows what it's like to be hot shit. And yep. uh, he has no problems booking he himself stay to stay on shit. that level the entire time. So uh, <laughs> uh, probably the, or potentially the most interesting aspect. Like, I thought Miro had himself a good performance tonight. I thought he looked really good in his match against Trent. Should have been um, his debut match. Yeah, Should have been. I know. Yeah. Uh, perhaps the most intriguing thing that happened tonight. So, of course, we got this. The, the the ongoing saga of Kenny saga. Omega, Hangman Page, former tag team partners who are no longer partners. They both had interviews during the course of the show, and I believe <laughs> yeah. they both preceded. Oh, Page's was outstanding. Page's uh, was great. Uh, they both preceded uh, the Young Bucks match against Private Party. So Young Bucks won. We'll get into the details on that later. Uh, after which, FTR hits the ring, uh, attack the Young Bucks. They're about to. Uh, uh, do the stomp onto chair onto Matt Jackson's leg again. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And it's Paige who runs down to make the save. Yeah. And then it's almost as if Kenny's backstage walk- watching realizes, oh, the Young Bucks are supposed to be my friend. I should probably do that. Yes. So they run down. And it's like they kind of make peace. They kind of make nice. Uh, FTR gets chased off. There's no physicality between anybody else. Uh, fist bump. Uh, and then Kenny kind of go- goes over by the Young Bucks, starts talking trash to FTR. And then Paige grabs him by the shoulder and turns him around and kind of gives him the business a little bit. So don't turn your back on me. Yeah. And so I have a thought. I was going to save this predictions, even though I'm not convinced of it, but I had a thought. So I'll just. No, I like this. this yeah. yeah. So this is what, that's what I thought. So, so much of this stuff between Kenny, Paige, Young Bucks, elite, if you will, is about relationships. Mm-hmm. Break relationships ending, fraying. Maybe coming back together, but ultimately pretty much not. The elite uh, right everybody's now everybody's a tatters. mess. Yeah, everybody. It's yeah. all in tatters. Yeah. Um, and one thing that was really established in Paige's interview is that he's nervous. Mm-hmm. What is this? One of his like kind of catchphrases: "Anxious millennial cowboy." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's wrought with insecurity to a degree. Mm-hmm. He found some peace to a degree when he was with the elite. When he felt like he was on the outs, he rebelled a bit. Uh, again, I, maybe a little bit of peace. When he was with Kenny, now that that's over, he's searching for peace. He might, he, he probably feels like I'm not getting going to be getting that from the elite. There's a couple other guys over here, uh, Dax and Cash. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can get that from. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was a situation where Paige comes out to make the save, so that the Young Bucks, maybe a little more specifically Kenny, think, oh, you know, we're cool. Mm-hmm. Mostly water on the bridge. Might be some little bit of things we can work on, but mostly yeah. water on the bridge. Only for it full gear to be the unveiling of horsemen, sure. a- AEW, whatever. Yeah. And since Kenny is more or less by himself, mm-hmm. that's his story. I'm a singles wrestler now. Mm-hmm. I am an individual wrestler. I am by myself. Mm-hmm. Paige thus far in AEW has found his greatest success as a member of a team. Mm-hmm. Maybe Paige, he thinks because of his insecurities, needs to be a member of a team with FTR in order to best Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. And maybe that actually comes to pass, where it's not mm-hmm. Kenny who ultimately turns heel. It's Paige that turns heel. He wins. He faces Mox uh, for that title. I think it's great. I think it's a great idea. Um, AEW isn't... that. The, the, I, li- I really like the idea. I think it'd be, fi- I think it'd be great to see. AEW, they're not huge on like big surprises. Even MJF, you saw uh, with Cody, you saw coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. We booked out like the the world title scene pretty far out. Like mm-hmm. you know, with Jericho, we called winning it, and then obviously Mox was going to win it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody with the TNT title. Um, I would love for a swerve like that to go down because they are telegraph you. Usually, I think with AEW, maybe it's storytelling wise, they appreciate the 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 looming certainty, the drama in you know this is gonna happen and how is he gonna like? There's nothing Paige can do to stop Kenny Omega. You've seen his struggles. You've seen you know how confident Kenny is. The through line of Kenny taking on Mox makes a ton of sense, anyways. Mm-hmm. But you know, aside from that, uh, you know, these things are gonna happen. Uh, I mean, there was the shock when Cody lost so brutally to Brody Lee. That was a pretty big shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
So uh, no, I like that a lot. I think it's I think it's a great idea. Here's another thing about Kenny's promo tonight, especially was, I mean, he said it. His, I'm destined to win this. He is, yeah, all confidence point. He's given himself all the confidence points. But you know, and how often in in wrestling circles, when someone has that attitude, do they kind of get their comeuppance? They get humbled. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. every, there's. And I'm not saying I don't know which way I'm going to pick yet. We're going to do that tomorrow. I'll sleep on it. There's bits here that lead me to believe that Kenny's going to win. There's bits here that lead me to think that Paige is going to win. Mm-hmm. And it could be even be a situation where Paige wins, but still that is not enough to beat Mox, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, he, he he mentioned that as well, you know. Hey, I mean, yeah, what if he ends up vying for the title twice and then not winning it twice? Mm-hmm. They do seem to be taking a lot of time, and I think uh, – uh, uh, to uh, not to his detriment, I thought you know it's to his benefit. Yes, in building Page as a care as a really fleshed out character, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and it's been it's been really fun to see because he has done so even even in his segments on on being the elite, which is a goof show, um, he's really fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, so yeah, I like that. That's good stuff. Uh, let's just dive into the show um, uh, because we'll just we, there's you know plenty to talk about, but when we get there, we'll talk about it. It's opened up with uh, a Jericho interview. Oh, you know what? Why don't you take? I gotta send out my Steve notes to the front. Right, cool. I got to do that. So it opens with the. Uh, it's always an exciting way to open a wrestling show with the backstage interview. Uh, Jericho says before he joins commentary, he wants to put over Hager for winning his Bellator fight over the weekend. Two black uh, eyes for Hager. Yeah, what say ten stitches, something like that. Yeah. He got beat up. Yeah, um, he so he's interrupted by MJF. And MJF says, hey, I kind of felt like last week there was a lot of tension between the two of us, Chris. Uh, but I'm glad that Jericho is on commentary because he'll get a front row seat uh, this, and get to see the, why I belong in the inner circle. And Jericho says, you know, MJF, you do check a lot of the boxes, but there's one thing that's missing. Uh, you're not tough. You're not willing to do anything to win. You don't have the killer instinct. I think you're a bit soft. Mm. And then MJF says, all right, Chris, just you watch. Mm-hmm. And then they walk out. So, oh, sorry, Jericho walks out beyond commentary. MJF and Wardlow walk out for their match against uh, Ortiz, Sammy Guevara. Uh, Sammy Guevara was totally wrestling as a babyface in this match. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. 1,000%. Makes me wonder if they are going to end up. Try- I- I've always said that I think it'd be rad if MJF takes over the inner circle. He takes it from Jericho and Sammy is left out as well. They've been the two. I know Ortiz is sticking his head in there saying, you know, uh, you know giving him static. But that might be a ruse. The Sammy thing is obviously real, and uh, I'd love for that to be the case. Yeah. Yeah, Sammy was just flying all over the ring. Like, he, you know, he does a lot of high-flying stuff. Anyways, that's his style. But just the energy with which he was doing it. Mm, oh, yeah. Uh, was total babyface moveset. It I was feel like Sammy, Sammy kind of could really use... Uh, like some sort of run like that. I think that they can. I think they could do a lot with Sammy Guevara. I think that if he was on his own uh, as a babyface, or they did a thing where him and Jericho were both ousted, and they tried to partner up, and Sammy finds you know that he'd rather be solo. You can tell a great story there because Jericho obviously loves Jericho. Number one is working with guys that he wants to make a name for, mm-hmm. and he's already done it with Orange Cassidy. He's done. He's doing it now with MJF. Sammy has obviously got to be on that list for somebody that he wants to work with to make that person into a mm-hmm. bigger name. I mean, he's already doing it, mm-hmm. but I mean, what better way to do that than, than an actual feud? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so this was a fun match. Uh, Ortiz was kind of isolated for the inner circle for quite a bit of it. Uh, at one point, MJF starts working over the arm. Early on, especially in commentary, made a point of, of, of referencing this, that Wardlow was doing the heavy lifting in the match. Uh, MJF would, would tag himself in, do a couple things, and tag out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then when Sammy got that hot tag, man, he was throwing roll. himself all over the place, did yeah. all sorts of high-flying moves. Uh, especially that sequence where he does like the springboard fun splash and does like a tope suicida suicide mm. dive and like some other craziness just going back and forth. Um, and then uh, so inner circle have the upper hand for a while, hit a bunch of offense on Wardlow. Uh, Sammy uh, hits like a 450 splash to MJF on the floor. And then Serpentico throws a chair at him. Ha, not Serpentico, Matt Hardy. <laughs> Serpentico is looking a little thick there. And, uh, yeah, he chucks a chair right at Sammy's head, like he said. It's Matt Hardy because they got that elite deletion. That's not going to be a cinematic match, is it? Is that the compound? So I would think it would Oh, it be. is. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's at the compound. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, and then uh, MJF taps out Ortiz uh, for the win. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, uh, MJF uh, strolls up to Jericho and basically just, like, launches himself at him. Spears him. Backdrop. Yeah, yeah, spears him through the backdrop. It was great. Um so after that, we had this. Was, I thought this was actually this is probably like one of my favorite Kenny Omega mm-hmm. uh, uh, interviews I've seen mm-hmm. in a while. I thought that mm-hmm. he was he came off as very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of irritating. This and the uh, the Hangman one, we got like the in arena audio because there was like a nasty echo going on. Yeah, I don't know what the deal with that was, but anyway, someone not manning the soundboard correctly, seemingly. Uh, so uh, yeah, Kenny brings up you know uh, we're, we we. Uh, we liken ourselves to a sports-based production. <laughs> Before that, I like that that uh, Tony's like, "Oh, yeah, really? I like your dog. I like your house." And he's yeah. kind of around, like, "I got a confession. This isn't my dog or my this house. This isn't my dog or house. Had to relocate temporarily here." Um, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was good. And he was all magic. He was <laughs> like a cat. Yeah, this is mine. Um, yeah, great. So, anyways, he brings up you know the tournament and uh, you know having to face uh, replacement participants. Uh, Sunny Kiss, and then, uh, of course, uh, Pentagon. Uh, and uh, he says, you know, how do you think I feel about that? Uh, you know, I, I was preparing for these matches against these opponents, and they got changed on me at the last minute. You know, Tony Khan, he, you know, obviously runs uh, the, the football team and, uh, and the other football team, the American football team. Uh, and, uh, you know, if I were to go up to him, you know, given that AEW is supposed to be a sports-based company, and say, hey, in your situation, if we're talking about, what is it, uh, Fulham? Is that the, the team yeah. that they own? Yeah, yeah Fulham yeah. or the Jaguars. In a similar situation, what would happen? You tell me, JR saying, uh, or what is it, Tony said, Tony, well, you yeah. know, obviously you'd get a buy in that situation, yeah. in a proper sports team situation. And he said, yeah, so I could have asked for that, but I went ahead and I, I took on these matches anyways. Um, and, uh, and he said, and Tony brings up, you know, uh, uh, a lot of people saying it was really obvious once the brackets came out that it was going to be you and Paige. And he says, why Why would it be obvious? He said, I was betting on Wardlow there for a second. Uh, you know, who do the people have? Kenny Omega or Hangman Page? He'd say, he said, you almost say I'm destined to win this. Mm-hmm. So I and thought it was become, really good. Yeah, was good and stuff. become the next AEW champion. Yeah, it was really mm-hmm. good. It mm-hmm. was really good. So uh, after that, uh, Trent versus Miro. Uh, Justin Roberts is doing the introductions as he's introducing Trent. Miro takes the uh, mic from him, calls Trent stupid, ignorant, and says, Sue didn't teach him any manners. Well, this sets Trent off. Uh, drop kicks Miro, uh, has the early advantage. 
until uh, Miro catches Trent and hits like a really good looking Saito suplex. Uh, at one point, Chuck Taylor just goes after Kip Sabian. Uh, they go brawling backstage. Penelope makes a motion to try to like intervene, get involved. Orange Cassidy steps in front of her. Uh, I believe she slaps him, mm-hmm. slaps the sunglasses off him. Oh, that mm-hmm. happened later. Sorry. When he's kind of doing this, slapping the apron. Oh, yeah. Try to cheer on Trent, try to motivate there him. Is, to there is back. a lot going on in this match. Miro is throwing around Trent for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, there was a lot going on. Penelope and, and Orange Cassidy got into it. Then Dark Order, John Silver attacked Orange Cassidy. Uh, uh, Trent got the upper hand when Miro tried to launch himself into the corner, and Trent dodged it, uh, and then got a clothesline. Uh, but in the end, uh, Miro got a kick to Trent uh, as a counter and then an accolade for the tap out. Then he puts him back in the accolade, and then uh, Kip takes out Chuck, celebrate a little bit, go beat up the best friends again. Miro gets on the mic. Before he really says anything, Orange Cassidy goes up to the top uh, and does the uh, the drop all the way down to the floor yeah. on those guys. Uh, it, yeah, was it was good, good. stuff. It was just it it was was good. really madcap stuff. It was good. Miro's probably best, easily his best match in AEW. Oh, yeah, 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 for before sure. Before he got started, it should have been his debut. It really should have been, yeah. Uh, next, uh, Hangman Adam Page had an interview with JR. He's asked, uh, you feel good about taking on Kenny? And he goes, yeah, I've had time to prepare. I knew it would be uh, myself and Kenny in the finals as far as, as his strategy. He says, I know all Kenny's moves. I know how to reverse them. Yeah, it was like it was the most basic. He's like, hey, I'm sure, you know, how does your partnership come into play? Well, you know, I know all those moves, so I know how to counter them. <laughs> so he has a glass of whiskey. There's one moment where JR asked a question. Paige just did this. Mm. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah. It was perfect. And he's got like his, he's got like he's sitting on the chair, but he's got like a leg up. Yeah. Like it like his knee is up, like he's a child. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's so good. Mm. Yeah. He's so damn good. So JR says, I think you're nervous. I think you're lying. I think you're lying to me. I think you're lying to yourself. I think you're lying to me. You're nervous. I don't think that's your first bourbon today either. (laughs) And Paige says, yeah, everybody is nervous. They walk through that tunnel. Uh, You know, he said, I I said I was going to be, when this company was formed, I was going to be the first champ. No one believed me and they were right. The final (laughs) win on Saturday, all I got is this glass of whiskey. (laughs) Pretty good good whiskey, whiskey, though. though. Pretty good whiskey, As my mama said, moderation, my boy. (laughs) <laughs> JR was perfect in this. Yeah. You know, J- JR, I I am really happy that they have JR and Tony during these inter- interview segments. Mm-hmm. They they bring so much character mm-hmm. to them. Cuz who I mean nobody else would say as my mama said, moderation, my boy. It's yeah. it sounds so cinematic coming out of JR. He's mm-hmm. such a great character and Tony's mm-hmm. the same. Um after that they had a really cool uh FTR Young Bucks. They do these cool documentaries. We've all seen them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of a mini doc video type thing. I thought it was really well done. People making their predictions for the matches. Mm-hmm. They had one for uh, Kenny and Paige later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Team Taz comes down the ring. <laughs> uh, Taz says, clock's ticking, Will Hobbs. Oh, God. T- is there is there a more hapless group at this point than Team Taz? They uh, are they, really... They got to be pretty high up there, man. <laughs> They're a mess. He can, you just, it, it, one on one, they don't even come out to music. You just hear Taz, hey, Will Hobbs. I'm done. Will Hobbs wants nothing to do with you guys. Yeah, it seems plainly obvious at this juncture. Hey, Brian Cage's 90s Wolverine little outfit there, his trunks, looked so cool. Yeah, That guy's cool. a big comic book nerd, but man, they look really cool. So uh, the, the, the gist of this was Taz, uh, he was sitting outside Tony Khan's office. <laughs> he said for three hours, just because he wanted to talk to somebody about why they don't have a match at full gear. Yeah. Anyways, PA comes out of 
TK's office says he's too busy worrying about full gear to talk to you. Go away. So Taz says, Nas come to the ring and talk. Cage is ranked number one. Don't these rankings mean anything? Ricky Starks has won uh, 10 of his last 11, yet he's unranked. That's horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> Starks grabs the mic, says, you know, every time I cut, uh, cut to the plate, every opportunity I'm given, I hit home runs. Mm-hmm. Why can't I be ranked? Hey, what's one plus one? It's two, two. right? Th- that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. What doesn't make sense is why they don't have a match this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so, but Taz says, you know, the, this Saturday, FTW will have a presence. So we're going to see what that's all about. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think there's hugely entertaining. I, Ricky Starks is so so great. Oh, he's fantastic. He's really great. Uh, after that, we had uh, the Young Bucks versus Private Party. What was the motivation of this match? It was uh, the Young Bucks to get their win back from when they lost to Private Party in the tag team tournament. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Ah, I know. I think the Young Bucks have beat them. They did. They beat them like a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, uh, Storyline-wise, it was Matt, I guess, wanted to show that he could wrestle with a busted-up ankle. Okay. I, I really just thought at this point in the show, I was like, this is a really long match and that's hitting all the familiar Young Bucks spots. Uh, and I, at that point, I was like, it's starting to get into a slog. Once it was over with, like it picked up with the Kingston and the pack stuff. But at the, the, this match, I was like, yeah, I'm not really not sure. Because they reference how, because uh, when Pratt Party beat the Young Bucks in the tournament, uh, they escaped the Melsa driver roll up to get the win. And then when mm-hmm. the Young Bucks beat Private Party, mm-hmm. Not that long ago, they tried for the same finish. However, Matt reversed it, I think, 
and pinned, I don't remember who it was, Cassidy or Quinn to get mm-hmm. the win. Here they did that where Quinn in this instance reversed it back and Matt kicked out. Yeah. Um, so it was all just referencing the earlier matches. In the end, though. Uh, uh, oh, oh, dang MQ. Okay, that makes sense because, yeah, that didn't happen. He says it was thrown together today after the Scorpio Sky Spears match was canceled. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. okay. That, that does sense. make sense. I mean, look, it's it was a good match. It just it reminded yeah. me a little bit of uh, early this year NXT when it was like, hey, these are really good matches, but uh, like there's I, I can only take so many like 20 minute matches. This is a really long match. Um, it was really good stuff. I like the Young Bucks. Yeah. I, I like their matches, yeah. but it's really long. Yeah, in the end, uh, Young Bucks hit a BTE trigger for the win, and that's when we mentioned at the head of the show, FTR attacks. Uh, they hit Matt with a good night express, put the chair around his leg. Uh, Dax is kind of holded and Nick back, but also up, forcing him to watch. Cash goes up the second rope, taking forever. Mm-hmm. He has to take his jacket off, having trouble with that. He's about to throw it, and that's when Paige stumbles, literally mm-hmm. stumbles to the ring to make the save. And Kenny is like, I, got, I can't get it back out here fast <laughs> enough. So I don't look like an a-hole yeah. in front of Paige. Yeah. Um, you know, they nod, fist bump. Uh, Kenny turns his back to him. Paige takes offense. They kind of jaw at each other as we go to commercial break. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, this really terrific uh, oh, Eddie fantastic. Kingston uh, mocks face off thing, man. I thought this was really cool. It was, it reminded me a bit of like a, of theater. It was very staged the way they were doing it, but I thought it was good. Honestly, you just get these two guys out there with a couple of microphones and like you, you can't, you can't go wrong with it, you know? Nope. 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 It felt effortless. I thought when you it. told me before we went live that this was going to be the upset, that, that no. there, you had an upset in mind, I was like, in what world do you think Kingston no. would win this title? No. Kingston so I was happy when you started talking about Paige. I was like, oh, that would be upset, huh? Yeah. No, Eddie's not winning, sadly. Uh, Eddie has done so much to build himself up. Uh, it, it helps that there's a personal connection, and they really got into that here where Mox is, is you know, say, I know, essentially, I know your family. Mm-hmm. We go back. I know your family. I made a prop. Like Eddie starts out saying, um, uh, I got to destroy you. I got to take your title. Yeah, I sold out. But I'm going to give this to my mom and say, this is why you don't have a granddaughter. This is why you don't have a sister-in-law because I'm going after this. I got this. And then Mox kind of takes the mic for him. They kind of have a bit of a tug of war. And uh, he says, you know, I never thought I'd be burned by you, Eddie. I was happy. When you signed it, Eddie was getting in his face like, you don't need to be happy for me. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And he continues, I was happy for you and I was happy for your mother. A mother that Mox says, I made a promise to you that I look after you, get you out of trouble. But I guess I broke that promise. And Eddie turns his back to Mox, his face in the camera. He's getting emotional. It all just feels so real. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, everything Eddie does when he's in the ring, in term, especially in terms of talking, man. It just feels like... Like there's no there's no performance there. Even though you mm. watch being the elite, they hand him a, 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 a candy bin for Halloween. He cuts a promo on it effortlessly. Yeah. But when he's doing promo stuff like this, especially when there's like if it's personal, it feels so damn real. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's really good. Uh, so Mox is asking what went wrong in your head. Um, he thinks he figured it out. It says deep down in your heart, uh, you know, uh, you're gonna be you're in the ring. You're gonna be in the ring with the best wrestler on the planet. And you're going to lose. So after struggling, fighting for 18 years to get a title shot, it turns out you didn't deserve it after all. Woo. Uh, but what makes him sick is that Eddie made a promise to his mother that he can't keep. Mm-hmm. And so he lowers her mic, and Eddie's like, 
you got you better be ready to kill me. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I'm you're gonna win. Um, he says he's like take him out, take me out. Um, and he says uh, it mocks brings the mic up. He says you'll find out when you're alone with your ego, you'll find out that he's not the man he thought he was, and he'll say quit. Eddie Kingston is big on that kind of stuff. Like his uh, when I was watching Impact when he was around <clears throat> there, I think that was the one where they like attempted murder on uh, on Conan. Mm-hmm. And like a little kid died. <laughs> they like killed like a little like a little kid got ran over or shot or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah someone, got, someone got ran over by a car, right? It was a little, I think it was a kid. Yeah, a little that kid got right. ran over by a car. And then like he was he yeah he wasn't killed. He was he was just injured. He was okay. I think they said like two weeks later when people were like, um, "Did Impact just kill a kid?" Uh, they were like, "No, he's fine." Anyways, I loved 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 this pack short film. Oh, it was great. This was fantastic. It was filmed beautifully. Uh, hit, talk about a guy who who has a believable delivery. Oh my god, I can't, dude. I really hope, given that uh, Kingston has sort of come and taken away Pack's uh, uh, oh, uh, death uh, triangle. Yeah, the death triangle. To see Pack and Eddie Kingston go at it Ooh. would be amazing. There's a great shot of him, like you know, staring out at the ocean. You know, because the COVID travel thing. Um, he was and like standing under a tree. He was like uh, sitting in his couch, and there's like 80 different packs in there with him. All that in was gear. Really, yeah, really, really cool stuff. What, yeah. what did he? I didn't even catch. I was just watching so, the visuals. What, what? Some of his. Dialogue. So he says, like, funny thing about isolation, you got nobody to play with. Uh, he goes, once again, I'm a casualty of this rotten world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been in isolation. It's like he's, you know, he's bound up. Um, he's taking the shutdowns very seriously. Yeah, he said, but I've been there before, lost and abandoned, but every day I get stronger, better, and more obsessed. It was yeah, really good. I love it. I love it. I know you busted face off. Um, after that, what was it? Was this the one where, was this part where, uh, I forget where this happened, so I just wrote it down because I was making dinner. This is where the bunny distracted QT with his credit uh-huh. cards. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny. You have these two amazing segments, and then the bunny... Is uh is is yelling at QT about thanks for letting me use your credit cards, but they're all they all ran out. They're maxed out. They're yeah. maxed yeah. out. She throws them at him, and then the butcher and the blade come in and attack him and Dustin. Yeah. Well, they got a match next week. The four of them. Well, that's good. Uh, after that, we had Nyla Rose versus Red Velvet. Yeah, I mean, it was just Nyla, Nyla Rose just destroyed Red Velvet. Sorry, I should have put pretty it that much way. that that power bomb. Yeah, I know. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so I mean, this match was basically motivated to her. It was it was around to 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 build up uh, uh, AEW's women's championship match. Did you know Hikaru Shida is their women's champion, Larson? Uh, well, she was sitting ringside with the title, so yes, I did. <laughs> okay, in case people don't know out there, because uh, you never really see her. Uh, so, anyways, after the match, uh, Vicky Guerrero, who's Nyla Rose's manager, uh, starts running down Shida. Uh, well, first she talks shit to Brandy, says she should be the BSO, the bullshit officer, uh, and or the CBO, chief bullshit officer, mm-hmm. and tells her to hit the bricks. So she leaves because she was with Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, Vicky talks some crap to Sheeta. Sheeta like pulls her in, tries to choke her out, and Nyla comes over and starts beating up on her. Um, it's funny though because Vicky was talking about Tony Khan. Taz was talking about Tony Khan. I love when Jericho was talking crap about Tony Schiavone, saying, "That's where you are, Tony Schiavone. Always oh, outside Tony Khan's office." Yes, Tony. No, Tony. Kissing his ass. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> oh man, uh, Jericho's but- pretty damn funny, man. I, you know, if you, <laughs> he is pretty damn funny. He just stayed off Twitter. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 
Um, so after that, we had a, a page Omega video package like the FTR Young Bucks one prior. Uh, some people made their picks, including one Don Callison. I didn't know this, but I saw on Twitter there was a picture, a framed picture in that house that Kenny was in. Yeah, I did. And it Ooh. was young Don Callis. Oh, oh, that's funny. Okay. So I don't remember where I saw it on Twitter, but I did see it. Um, so Don Callis picks uh, Kenny to win. And we had a great montage to Cinderella's You Don't, don't Know What know You Got what Till It's you Gone. Got till It's Gone. I know. I was like tripping. I was like, what the heck? They got the, they got the rights to this song? That's great. That was a classic when we were kids, man. Heck yeah, man. It's late 80s at its best. That, hey, that's a solid one. That's a solid song right there. There was a lot of really good power ballads in that in that era. Yes. Yeah. It's the era of power ballads. So next week, you got a couple matches announced. We get uh, Pentagon versus Phoenix Part 2. That's going to so be, be good. good. Yeah, that'd be really and good. And then uh, Natural Nightmares versus Butcher of the Blade. You get a quick Darby Allen video where he's got a car that's like half the windshield painted with his face paint, and it says face AEW. But then he breaks the window of the car with a skateboard. And then he runs over a dude with one of the Xerox uh, Cody masks on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh, and then after that, yeah, I was like, why is this match main eventing? Uh, we got Cody. Because Cody. The, and the Gun Club versus the Dark Order. Well, I texted you. I was like, the only reason this match main event is if Brody Lee's coming out at the end. Guess yeah, what? No Brody Lee. No Brody Lee. But they did, but, you know, the Cody had a big promo because Cody. Um, but yeah, no, I totally think that, like, Mox and Eddie Kingston, probably that segment should have main evented the show. Either that or even the MJF Wardlow match against Sammy and uh and uh and uh Ortiz. A case couldn't be made for like any of these matches except maybe Nyla Rose versus Red Velvet. Pretty much any of the matches. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the Young Bucks versus Private Party, mm-hmm. given how that that all ended, maybe not Miro mm-hmm. Trent, but yeah. But anyways, but this is Cody. Um, Cody knows he's big money and he is the ace of well, AEW. I mean, that's what of, it says. Of a, although, given that uh, 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 the real ace, Tanahashi, has shown up on AEW, does that make him the ace of AEW at this point? Can make the case. Mm-hmm. That Hiroshi Tanahashi is the ace of any wrestling promotion he, uh, he, he, he appears on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this match is kind of whatever. It was all right. Um, honestly, once I saw this is made of inning, I kind of stopped paying attention. Yeah, I actually copied your notes for the oh, Steve right. notes. Yeah. So uh, Austin Gunn got the win. So he went goes on a bit of a run at the end. He hits crossroads on Colt Cabana, hits a quick draw on ten for the win. It's pretty much a hip toss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty Wait, much it a hip toss. Okay. All right. All right, yeah. It's pretty much a hip toss, man. Yeah, okay. All right, that's pretty much. Hey, you know what? Good for Billy Gunn being able to. It's like LeBron wanting to play basketball with his kid. Yeah. That's why he wants to stick around long enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's always so. it's always fun to see uh, uh, Billy Gunn hit a Famouser. It's always mm-hmm. fun. He did that earlier. Oh, God, I love the Famouser. So, uh, yeah, afterwards, uh, uh, Dark Order surround the ring. These are according to Larson notes. Orange Cassidy runs out, takes chair from Silver, hits him with the orange punch. Uh, and then uh, Cody... Uh, cuts a Cody promo uh, on Darby Allen, who's up in the stands watching. And uh, he said, basically, uh, I recruited you, Darby. Uh, nobody really uh, believed in you, but I did uh, because my truth is like 
better than their lie that they live or something like that. Something like that. Well, he starts out with saying, you know, the my opponent at full gear would have you believe that TNT doesn't want him to be the face of the network. That's mm. not true. Network would love it. Cody would love it too. And he goes on to talk about how he recruited Darby and all that. And he says, you want the ace belt, but here's the problem. You're not the ace. Well, neither are you, Cody. It's Roshi no. Tanahashi. Yeah, it's true. That. Everybody knows that. Go ace. There's only one wrestler, as far as I know, that has the word go ace in their theme. Yeah. And that is the ace. That is Roshi Tanahashi. He's earned that title. <laughs> oh, man. Jorge D says this is 100% leading to Sting. Why have Darby watching from the rafters? Well, not the rafters, but up uh, up in the, the stands seats, the whole yeah. time. The yeah. cheap seats. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the things I said needed to happen at full gear is Sting to show up. You want to know what five, th- what power, 10 things, because you did five, I did five. 10 things should happen. 10 things need to happen at full gear. It's part of Friendo Club TV. You can get, you can watch five bonus episodes, sometimes four bonus episodes, depending on our work week, uh, every single week. Today, uh, I've yet to put this up, but I meant to. Uh, it's uploaded, ready to go. Uh, part two of Among Us. With mods, uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. But then, uh, yeah, on Tuesday we had powering Power things that have to happen, need to happen, need to happen. Full gear. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Would you like to answer some questions? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's do that. Uh, we got a new sub here, Milkman Leche. Thank you Milk for the sub. Says love the wrestling vids. Keeps me updated. Thanks, friendos. Thank you, Milkman. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Flats uh, uh, is counterpoint to my uh, theory about Paige. Says Hangman is going to save the Young Bucks. He clearly still hates FTR and himself for costing the Young Bucks the belt. Needs to start mending fences with the Elite. That could happen too. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Uh, James Fletcher, where do you see Pac going on his return to the title picture? I'm sorry, where do you see Pat going on his return? Title picture, feud with Eddie Kingston for custody of the Lucha Bros. Um, so, yeah, what's ideal for you when Pac makes his return? He shows up and destroys whoever, I mean, Cody for the TNT title. Just destroys him. That's good. That's good. I like that. That's good. He says now TNT has a, ba- has, has a basket Cody. as a face of the network. Oh, no, you busted face off. Yeah, that was great. Uh, solid Dante Hager got messed up during that MMA match and barely survived the final round. Says yeah. the judging was totally sus. Sus, sus, ju- sus judges. Uh, Nicholas Price, Kota Ibushi is the only person to kick out of the one winged angel in DDT. Do mm-hmm. you think Hangman will kick out of one at full gear? Mm-mm. No, I don't know, man. I'm not gonna say no on that. One. I'm not gonna say no on that one. If this was their second bout. Where if it goes like we think it's going to go, where Kenny wins here, eventually beats Mox for the title, they come back around to Page versus Kenny for the title again, and that time that's when Page wins in the second match, a hundred percent. I say yes this time, a hundred percent yes this time, a hundred percent no. Taco Dan, if the Jaguars or Fulham FC ever won their respective championships, does WWE send them a belt? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the way that the way the Jaguars have been going for a while, that's not a concern. I don't yeah, know how sure. Fulham's been faring. Does WWE send out internationally, like to yeah, Premier League? Okay, they okay. I think they have to, right? Yes, I say they do. Yeah. 
Um, Hugh Alonkevy says the Bucks lower third said this is their first tag match since two weeks ago. Mm. Um, AKA they didn't have a match last week. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Thomas Dunnigan. There was a promo for full. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention this. Uh, after uh, the oh, yeah. show went off the air, Cody cut yet another promo where uh, he announced that as of this morning, he is now allowed to use Cody Rhodes. He got his name back. So, yeah, I read something today that WWE dropped their whatever for the trademark. That's cool. That's awesome for him. Um, so Thomas says, uh, there was a promo for Full Gear that was all about new wrestlers showing mm-hmm. up in 2020. Who do you think shows up if you believe someone will? He says, Stink. excluding uh, Allison K, since she's already been announced. That's another thing. Allison K is going to be uh, at Full Gear uh, uh, against Serena Deeb. In the buy-in, so, yeah. That's fun. Um, yeah, so uh, new wrestlers. Sting. 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 100%. WB, new to AEW. New to AEW. Merch anymore. He's totally going to AEW. It's going to be uh, Darby Allen's mentor. Is he going to? Yeah, that, you know, that'd be kind of cool to see uh, Darby Allen do some like little short films with uh, Steve Borden. With Sting. I know. That'd be cool. Uh, oh, dog. I forgot they had a women's title since they've been using the NWA title more than even hyping up the NWA title match at full gear, even more than their own. I wonder, I, I am really curious to know what the actual deal was between Billy Corgan and Tony Khan. Because, yeah, that NWA title's on there a lot. I mean, Serena Deeb is signed to AEW. I know. And it's kind of funny, and because I'm assuming the match at full gear is for the NWA Women's Championship. It is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope Allison K uh, lands a spot with AEW. She's oh, yeah, she's really good. She's yeah. really good. Um, Jorge D, whatever happened to Scorpio Sky, supposed singles push. He got new music, a win streak, then job to Cody, and is stuck with Spears now. Not enough time for everybody. I don't well, know. Also, I wonder... they didn't take enough time to have him have that TNT title match. They're like, uh, oh, Cody, he's a challenger. Scorpio Sky has been winning a few matches. Just have that. Take your time with that if you you know, really want to give Sky a huge push. Yeah, but that's the thing. They didn't, so they don't. Yeah. And that's sad because I think he's great. Yeah, he's money. And when I saw that, that video promo of his, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Uh, let's see here. War Machine MJ says, do you guys think a four-man commentary team is too much? Or does AEW toe the line with Jericho being the fourth man, brother? Um, I Look, from time to time, I think it's just fine. I think it's totally fine. I think I, maybe if Jericho is there, you, you lose Tony. Although I like when Jericho gives Tony some shit. So. Yeah, they do a pretty good job of not stepping over each other. <clears throat> yeah. And they do a pretty good job of... of like there's never dead air, mm-hmm. but it never really feels like too much. It doesn't get crowded. Yeah. So if that's the case, if that's the dynamic, it works out fine. Uh, ANJ Network says, I got Sheeta winning largely because I feel that if anyone takes a title off of her, it should be Britt Baker. Yeah, I got to sleep on that one. I'll figure that out tomorrow. I yeah. mean, my, I kind of feel like it's going to be... Nyla Rose, but I, I I don't know if they want to do because I feel like it'd be sort of giving Sheeta the the short shrift, if you will, because it's not on her that they haven't come up with anything for her to do. I know. So I mean, it would be ideal if they 
like really started putting her in stuff that mattered. Um, and maybe this will be the first of those. Maybe it'll be like a really, really great match and she'll win. And that'll, that'll send her to Britt Baker. That could be the case. Yeah. But, maybe. uh, I don't know. Uh, flat says go ace Darby killed the guy with a car tonight. Any chance they let a man who ran another over another human with a car win gold in AEW. Uh, well, Eddie Kingston is fighting for gold, and he ran. Was it him? Yeah, I think it was him that ran over a kid. See the hammer Conan. <laughs> I forget which one it was. Uh, let's see here. And yeah, I forget which one got. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it was cool stuff though. It was like a real street fight. It was like a parking lot fight. It was yeah. like a cinematic match. It was done really, really well. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brandon Monroe has full gear, got the best AEW card in the history of the company with a match as good as Serena D versus Allison K on the buy-in. And would you put that on the main card? And if so, what would you put in the buy-in? Good old-fashioned battle royal. It's not, it can never be a show of the year candidate, Larson, without a battle royal. Yeah, that's true. In Steve's estimation, that is the truth. Uh, that's, what that's I would mad. do... I would just take the match that was supposed to be in the, the buy-in, the kickoff, Orange Cassidy versus Silver, put that back in the buy-in, and then put uh, K and Deeb in, on the main card. I would kick Orange Cassidy Silver to the mid-card of a Dynamite, or possibly Dark. Okay. I, I love John Silver. I really oh, do. Oh, he's great. He's great. Oh, what the hell is this feud with them? There's nothing going on here. No, there's nothing. <laughs> there's Taco nothing. Dan has a, a interesting theory here. For full gear, this is what Taco Dan has to say. Kingston is going to win the title at full full gear. What? Let me finish because Pac uh, interferes and joins Kingston's group. He'd be a good transitional champion for Kenny, uh, who will win the against Page to beat in a hardcore match, and that saves Kenny and Mox for later down the line when crowds are safe. Uh, I don't think they're going to be they're booking with crowds in mind anymore. Maybe at one point, but right now, it, with things being so open ended. We don't know when larger crowds are going to be. You know, I guess in Florida you can have large crowds now if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you know, thankfully AEW is taking the the tact of limited capacity. Um, but no, I don't. I don't. I, I just don't think they're saving stuff for crowds anymore because who knows when that's ever going to happen. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with that, and I don't think there's a chance in hell they'd put that title on Kingston right now. Or wow, lost ever. lost the camera. Says the first time Sting sat in the rafters was October twenty eighth, uh, nineteen ninety six, and Darby Allen last week sat sat the empty seats on October twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Ooh, exactly fifty years later. Wow, wow, wow. shocking. Um, Doctor Steve Winters has a great question: How much of Cody's ego is a shoot, and how much of it is it a work? That is all shoot, baby. I think he's probably a pretty cool guy, though. Seems like a nice guy. You could be a nice guy and have a huge ego. That's okay. Oh, absolutely. It's okay. Absolutely. You know what? You should know your worth. 
you should know your worth. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think he's a jerk. He has. I mean, look, man, he's gotten given a lot of people really great opportunities. When I give when I give yeah, Cody shit about beat them all. <laughs> when I give Cody shit about doing that, it is it is purely tongue in cheek. I think he's terrific. I he's the Roman Reigns of, of AEW, not Roman Reigns now. Roman Reigns before though. I think he does. I think he has no hesitation in understanding that at least at one point he was AEW's biggest baby face. Yeah. And then he went off to do a game show after getting decimated by Brody Lee, came back with weird colored hair, different that last couple weeks. Same old Cody Rhodes. Look, the case could be made that he still is. The case could be made that he still is. If you get outside the going in raw bubble, he might still be the the big the, the, the biggest baby. But the face. thing is, we don't know how crowds would react on a larger scale. It's hard to tell when you got five hundred people at the stands because you could make the case that Hangman Page is also top babyface. I think Hangman Page is potentially going to be top babyface. I don't. Isn't there? It's got to be somebody else though. Mox. Oh yeah, I think people just cheer because yay, he's consistent. He's yay, he's consistent. I yay. think people love Box, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael, so dope. How come Ono hasn't signed with anyone? I don't know. I don't uh, know. How come who? Okay. Oh, Chris Hero. Chris Hero. I don't know, but I would really love to see him go somewhere. This is a good question from Yoshible. Power rank wrestlers you want to see in an AEW dad division like the dad division in New Japan. So I guess the wrestlers have been around a while. Kojima uh, and so on. Tenzan. Dad, dad division's great. Hanma. That's awesome. Put Jericho in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, he's a great dad. Uh, AJ Styles comes back. Mm-hmm. He's a dad. Yeah. Um, uh, Arn Anderson. I don't know if he can wrestle anymore, but Arn. All right, this, Tully. Is the, this is the granddad edition or division. Uh, what about uh, what about the ace? Sure, Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's good. Is he a dad ace? Wasn't he just in a movie where he played like a dad or something? Yeah, but that's a movie, man. Kayfabe, brother. Uh, Dodger says power rank Chris Jericho's top five qualities as a wrestler. Well, right now, number one is his ability to talk. Who, wait, Jericho? Yeah. Oh, clearly it's his ability to talk. There's well, it's one of two things it's either his creativity, yeah, or his ability to talk. And one is one, and one is two. Yeah, I agree with all that. And like what he can't do in the ring anymore, which he can still, I mean, he still can utilize his moveset. Sometimes that Judas effect is pretty damn impressive. Like when he nailed Darby Allen with it, like that match. Or that clown. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He dropped Um, that clown. Yeah, he he can hit that with some pretty, with some good precision there. Uh, He still has such natural, great charisma. He seems to really enjoy what he's doing. He is the kind of guy, dude, that I can sort of separate his extracurricular activities uh, from uh, how, how much I love him as a performer. Um, I I, I, I don't know. I, man, that, that that tweet last night was, uh, was yeah, I know. For me. But like, dude, here's the thing: there are so many other wrestlers whose extracurriculars are like, like, legitimately could be considered criminal, or 
you know, just allegations of criminality or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, In Jericho's case, it's just being kind of an idiot. And uh, if you can still entertain me, I'm fine with that. Uh, Go ahead. You got one? No, I have nothing else. Oh, okay. Crossface Chicken Stain uh, says the neck tattoo for Cody was the beginning of the end. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's a yeah, that's 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 a that's definitely a turning point right there, huh? I think everybody's kind of like, what what the hell was that? Uh, Hood Alex with the sub. Thank you very much. Uh, Gareth Nicholas says Ricky Stark with the turtleneck glasses and chain kind of reminds me of the rock in his early years. Should he have another shot in WD or just help build AEW? Personally, An- I want to see him in AEW. Uh, Ricky Starks? Yeah. For the rock. Yeah. Ricky Starks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. He, he's going to, he's going to build that brand so much. I was thinking this today. I, well, I was thinking about it at MJF. Um, how MJ was like what 23 24 something like that yeah, he's 24 young. I think uh so in 2030 when he makes his debut in WWE who Ricky Starks or MJF MJF all right it's going to be the next coming of Chris Jericho in 1999 remember like mm-hmm. that's the best mm-hmm. debut mm-hmm. ever MJF is going to rival that i think it will he said he wants to be the top star in AEW for 25 years Steve you don't believe him he's a wrestler no, and I'm one day you'll learn. One day you'll learn that lesson. I'm being sarcastic. I know. I'm joking around. Don't yell at me. Sure you are. Stop uh, yelling at me. I'm not going to stop yelling at you. Big Don Paul, 85, with the sub says neck tattoo could be the next bet on pay per view predictions. We already did that. We did that for WrestleMania. <laughs> Who won that one? <laughs> you did. Put Alex. Who will be the next two time champion uh, for AEW? So Cody's a two time TNT champ. Uh, yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, wait a second. Nyla Rose has had that title before. It's probably might be Nyla Rose this coming Saturday. That's a possibility. Big Don Paul says real tattoo this time. A real, how many subs on Twitch do we need for you to get a real neck tattoo, Larson? Million. What's the numbers on it? How much we make for that? We'd be making uh, two, two and a half, money, man. two and a half million dollars a month. Yeah, for a we'd have tattoo. to hold that for like six months. What? We'd have to get a million subs, but then hold that for for six months. Hold it. Yes, I'm not cashing just get out. There. Hey, you do what you want. I'm cashing it. You could buy another Steve. I'm cashing out, man. After that month, I'm t- getting my PayPal, my Twitch money. And I'm saying, all right, everybody, it's been a blast, but we just got a million subs, so I'm a millionaire. All right, cool. Well, I guess I'll do that, too, and then I'll have to worry about getting a neck tattoo after having it for six months. <laughs> That's my out. That's your out. I quit. That's all I got, I think. Okay, cool. Is Ryback still on? Are we going to raid him? Um, I don't see him. Doesn't look like it. All right. Oh, Maggie says, no, he's gone. All Sorry, right. Ricky. Are there any other raid requests? No, let me check. Oh, Maggie says, Ricky did send another request. Like to Ryback to get him back on? Oh, he says Ryback is asleep now. No. Really? Where is, where is Ryback? Ricky, where does Ryback live? In Vegas, I think. Is he going to wrestle Caljack? Oh, that'd be cool. All right, I'm going to send you 
There is a raid request from Ricky. Where did you send it to me? To the chat in uh, in uh, 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 Zoom. Oh, so you okay. Copy and paste it. Well, I can't. I can't do that. It's going to show up on our thing. And what are we doing? Oh, we got to sign off the show, and then we'll do that. Oh, Thanks, everybody, for sorry. tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.